shit for fools. I don't know why I did that. What's up? Welcome to History for Fools. What's happening, everybody? We're back, man. We're back. Oh, man. We just finished wrapping up the comedy series. And we're still working in Las Vegas, man. And they're taking, they're doing a lot of nuclear testing. <laughs> Remember? We talked about the episode. We did. Oh, we did talk about the nuclear did testing. Did we? Do we? I don't remember. Well, we're mentioning it right now. Okay. And uh, we also got to mention people we forgot to mention, like Jean Carroll. Jean Carroll is one and of she's them. She's one of the hottest um, comedians in the 1960s. I, I, I got to say, we didn't, and, and, and I feel bad because we were just pressed for time, and it wasn't that we, there was a lot of people that we didn't get to put in because of time constraints. But yes, and we didn't want to drag this to the ground, man, because a lot of people are saying, how about the history of Mexican comedians from Mexico? I don't know what he said, but I agree. I, I say, if you don't want to do that, why you do it? Eh? Right, yeah. <laughs> but we did talk about, at the really beginning, the very because I read that comment where he was like, hey, what about Mexico? What about Cantin Floss and all this? And I'm like, man, I do want to know about those, but we at the very beginning of the episode, we were only doing United States comedy. And those are influences on forward to you know what we are now. Like I wish, I wish people like instead of I don't mind people giving a constructive criticism, but also help us. See, yeah, like if you're gonna say um, you guys didn't do a history about Mexican comedians. Maybe after that comment, you should have a long list of those comics that you were talking that you think that we should talk about. Right. So you know, on our spare time, I'll go look them up. Hey, eh? I'll Google yeah. them, and then, you know, in the future if. There's a subject we're talking about, and somehow I could work that person into the conversation. Boom. There it is. Totally. Capolina, basically comedian. Right. He likes hamburgers. We're doing stuff about hamburgers. I don't know. <laughs> so the thing is, is like, I, I just like, um, I just want everybody to know, um, we were trying to go through as much as we could, and we had a lot that we wanted to talk about. But also, we don't want to burn everybody out on how many episodes we're going to do on one thing. Six was a lot, just because we love comedy. We, we love trying, comedy, and we know it. And we were trying to find our footing doing this podcast. We want to bring you more stuff, more information um, going forward. But we're going to cap off tonight with talking about our research and what we did and all the stuff and, and making the, the last six episodes, which was so fucking fun. Yes, man. I was very surprised about the awesome feedback when I go to YouTube and I check the, I would, t- oh, I would see yeah. how many people listen to it. I got excited over that. You know, it's like, I don't know, 1,200, 1,500. I was, I was really, because when we did this, I was really nervous because a lot of my friends know comedy history and a lot of people that I talk to, you know, a lot of people come up to us and talk to us after shows are big comedy fans. So I was really nervous. I was wanted to make sure we were accurate as we could be, but I was really nervous that we didn't miss any steps. And we got a lot of really good reception on um, on feedback on our YouTube channel. Yeah, man, and and then I'm, I like that. I still know. I still have that knowledge in my head. You know, like if I ever um, in a conversation, you know, how comedians talk about comedy. Yes, I could throw this in. Well, you know, actually, in night, be like Larry Bubbles yeah. Brown. Well, that was in 1937, you know. That was a Wednesday, by the way. <laughs> Larry would know that. Another comedian, you know, that we never mentioned him, but this is a comedian that um, we never really talked about the, the comedy scene in San Francisco, you know, Dana Carvey, um, uh, the, the pit bull of comedy, Bobby Slayton, Bobby Larry Bubbles Brown, right. Andy Kindler. I think Andy Kindler, too, right? Yeah, as we're talking about that, I just, here's, here's something I wanted to mention. Um, one of the books that I read for the research of the Bay Area stuff was a book called Bay Area Stand-Up Comedy by Nina G. and O.J. Patterson. They gave me this book um, to do the research with, and they did a really good comprehensive... So you had help, cheater. Nah. I did. <laughs> they did a, it's a very comprehensive book on Bay Area comedy. I wanted to give him a shout-out because I wanted to do more with this book. Again, we only had six episodes to do everything in. Um, but this is one of the best books to read on Bay Area comedy, which is actually one of the real birthplaces of stand-up. I think um, this is, this is Bob Bo- Brown right here, right? This character. Yes. That's yeah, Bo- Bo- Larry Bob Bo- Bo- Brown. Mur. He had because I remember somebody asked somebody to go ask Larry Bob Bo- Brown, the guy that opens for up, open for you know the, the old guy. Mur. That dude. 
um, older comedian, legend. That fool did the Tonight Show. He did the Letterman twice. He did it like in the 90s and then in the 2000s. So he was a record about, of longest span between Letterman's. Oh, really? Okay. Man, there you go. And, and there's a guy still living in San Francisco. Yeah, man, that guy's hilarious. Still getting on stages. And um, his name is... Anyway, I, I didn't even know he did a... I remember somebody told me, tell Larry Bubbles about that... About, ask him, how's Bobby Bitter? And I didn't get it, right? Okay. And when he was a young comic, I guess he did a, a, he did a bit about Bobby Bitter, about a bitter comic. Oh, really? Is yeah, that look, what this is? That's him, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. Well, if you guys, uh, one of these books is this one that we read. And then shout out to Chris Nest Nefter ne Nesteroff, Nesteroff, who wrote The Comedians and what was the other name of that book? Um, the, uh, um, we, we have a, a, a real estate problem. Yes. Who wrote two great books on, um, on the history of comedy. And so we wanted to shout out. But we gave guys. you also the history of um, Latino comedy in Hollywood. In we had to do that on our own. <laughs> we had to do it on our own, man. And if you ever watch a documentary, please go back to this series do you, uh, to make sure to make sure if any of the names that we mentioned were or were not mentioned in the documentary. Right. We went we went deep, man. We went to man. It was hard to find those videos, comedy compadre, bro. That's okay. So that's what I was gonna ask you. Was like we chose this subject because we thought it would be easy because it was something we knew. I think it ended up being way harder than we thought because there's actually not a lot of recorded <coughs> history on comedy. Yeah, bro. And then like in the 1996, um, Culture Clash had their own show on Fox. Right. I don't know. We talked about we that. We didn't talk about that. And um, that's that's did what we. we Okay. That's what Willie Barsena and Carlos Oscar did. Oh, we did talk about up. that. Yes, we did. Yeah. We did. We did. So this is a recap, motherfuckers. Yeah, I know. We and I'm and we're stoners, so I forget. Like I have I have a, a memory of a, a of a goldfish. The, I want to go back to I have to a memory of an elephant, bro, but I don't move around Dude, too much. You really do have a great memory though. That's the one thing that I've learned about this whole thing. I do want to go back to like what I love about having this knowledge and this podcast. Because I had to I actually had to read and go through stuff. And so when now when we have conversations with other comics about comedy history, I'll go, actually, this is what happened. And then if they try to argue, I go, I have my own podcast on the history of comedy. <laughs> like, I'll wield that weapon. <laughs> and so it shuts them down, but they're probably like, you're an asshole. Yeah, man. Also, shout out to Greg Giraldo, another great comic. Who, Fuck, yes. Who today, on the, we, we went to do a show. Uh, this weekend, you know, because we did this podcast today, you know, and for, right. for, for you guys. Shout, shout to, out to San Diego, by the San way. San Diego, man. We were at the Humphreys. Humphreys by the Bay. Concert. Concerts by the Bay. Concerts by the Bay. Yeah. That's a very dope place, though. To uh, do comedy, right? To do comedy. And if you check out my if you check out my um, IG, I posted a video of what the hotel looks like because... You go into your room, you open the door, you go through, there's a balcony at the back, and at the end of that balcony is the show area. It's an outdoor kind of stadium-looking thing. Yeah, and um, people are in the... It's like I'm doing a cruise ship that doesn't move. Right, because it's surrounded by water. We're on a, Actually, it felt like we were in Hawaii. We are on an island, are we? we? It's technically an island. I think it's a man-made island. I don't know. We'd have to do the history on that. So um, if you get a great room, don't ask me the price. But um, I'm there. I'm gonna perform there next year, and right, they have a, a balcony yeah. where you get a room with a screen door, and you could open your screen door and sit on your balcony and party and watch the and show. Watch the show. And um, the great thing about this is that you could get as crazy and loud as you want because you're in your room, and all security could do is send you to bed early. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like also, how could you make a noise complaint? There's a literal concert happening outside your door. But yeah, so shout out to those people but out don't, there. But don't forget this, man. If you're a party animal that likes to do drugs and you want to party so hard that you want to forget about what you did the night before, this is not the hotel to do that, no. man. Because early in the morning, you're going to see a bunch of parrots, bro. A bunch of pericos to remind you what That's you did last right. night. You had parrots in your room, right? Bro, there's parrots right outside, bro. Like, <laughs> if you partied all night and did coke, those birds are going to go, Cock! <laughs> Give me another line. Porca. You got more. Perico, <laughs> Don't people, tell my wife. 
<laughs> you know what it felt like last night, even when I performed and everybody was loaded and there was boats? I felt like that guy that, that sings that song. Got a good, good song. <laughs> Nothing is new but this old tattoo. <laughs> Spin around on Margaritaville. Yeah, it does. It totally has. I felt like Bucket Buffett. It bro. has a very Buffett feel. Jimmy to Buffett out. Because there's like, like, I mean, our audience was different, but like the audi- the, the the normals that are walking around are like these white haired old white people with like Bermuda shorts and a like Hawaiian t shirt everywhere. But um, shout out to San Diego people who showed up, talked about the podcast, people shouted it out. Um, also Chicago man, we got a lot of love out there in Chicago from people that kept coming up to me going, man, I love the new podcast. You know, thanks for doing it. It's really fun. Got me through my day. All that stuff was so rad. Yeah, man. Also, people say that we had, um, I don't know what, I can't think of the words right now. Oh, no, that was Millennium Falcon. Oh, that full crash? That was a Millennium Falcon, bro, passing by. <laughs> also, man, our podcast right next to the Death Star, so. Yeah, for real, They're still dude. rebuilding it right now, and they're shooting it, eh? We're shooting it in Ukraine right now, and there's a war going on all around us. <laughs> how rich i always imagine you know like when we first started doing a podcast uh-huh. you know because uh I, I i'm always been i've always been the guy you know that when i do research i was like the guy that would get with the smartest kids uh-huh and then um i was the one with the personality so i'll, I'll present it to the teacher but everybody did all the work eh? yeah i did the same thing but it was my parents i would tell my parents like i got to turn in this thing for tomorrow like a, uh, do you remember what dioramas were? I don't, man. It's like a, it was like a box with like shit in it. Like, you know, you'd have to make things out of clay and a snowman. It was like a shadow box. And I remember my parents would I'd have to make dioramas. I didn't go to school wearing a helmet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, history for fools. <laughs> I, I didn't wear a helmet either. We just couldn't afford it. Maybe you should, bro. Maybe I should. <laughs> I definitely needed one. Oh, man. Everybody's a critic, man. Everybody's a critic. So um, did you go through the comments? Yes, man. People tell you all the time not to read the comments, but I can't help it. I read the comments. I can't help it because there were like 20 of them, so I could go through all those. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot to go through. That's funny, man. Somebody hit me up on Twitter, I think, or I don't know where, bro. Bro, you should get a Bobby Lee's podcast. You should get on Bert Bert Crusher podcast. You should get on all these podcasts to promote the show. I saw that. I said, bro, you leave comments on their podcast about our show. (laughs) Maybe I should have you book us on those things, dude. But I think that um, this podcast is awesome because, you know, um, I remember I did a movie with Paul Rodriguez. It's called... um, I'm not like that anymore, right? And Paul Rodriguez said... This movie is going to do a lot for us, but not right now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what this podcast is? It's going to do... <laughs> I didn't get it at first, no, right? Yeah. But then the movie cut off in fucking Hollywood. Right. But that's another story for another podcast. A history, a history of shitty movies. No, <laughs> shitty, shitty cinema theaters. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, he said that... But I know that... I know, man... I know, like, uh, I'm speaking to a lot of young comics, you know, who are, who are just starting off. And is it something, you know, like when you first start doing stand-up comedy? I know when I first started doing stand-up comedy and this podcast was around or any podcast just on stand-up, I would have been the biggest fan. I would have went over there and absorbed and ate up every, everything about stand-up comedy, these guys were talking about. Right, yeah. I, wouldn't, I didn't. We didn't. I, we, I didn't have that when I first we didn't started have doing this. stand-up. We didn't have that. So I we know didn't that. Podcast. I know that somebody was doing stand-up. They probably go to this podcast and learn. You know, at least the flows. I would say definitely this was a good companion for someone who wants to start. Because the thing is, is that like as I, I mean, I don't know if you found this, but as you read through the books, on and you read through the history of comedy, uh, nothing's changed. If you go, if you listen to the po- podcast in, in backwards, you probably already learned how to traffic cocaine through airports. 
and you probably learn how to slay a dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And you probably learn how to make a prison knife or Right, right. <laughs> or how to press a Pendleton. <laughs> We're learning that right now. Um so that's the thing. So uh, as, as you were going through the comments, did you see anything that stuck out to you? Because I did. I definitely have some of the comments that I want to talk about. Yeah, I want to give a shout out. First of all, a person that we met this morning when we were having brunch Mike. or breakfast. Mike. We told him about the podcast, and he, 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 he ran. Ran. Who runs? He went to um, inst- Instagram. And posted the podcast logo yeah. and said to everybody, check it out. Check and out that's all we asked, Yeah, man. shout out to Mike's Likes Glass. Thanks for checking out the podcast, man. Um, and that's the one thing, man, is we just, we love that people are listening to it. You know, um, right now, there was only about 20 comments, yes. But I'm glad people are listening to it. I'm glad that someone's picking it up. Um... And I have been listening to people. I am trying to stay away from the microphone when I'm breathing. Because you got to come up here and talk, and I'm back here. Oh, that's right. They were saying, what's, some of the comments were like, what's up with Bane, eh? Yeah. Or like, uh, yeah, they were like. They, Darth they were, Vader, eh? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, Darth Vader references and me breathing in the mic and, um you know, we. Uh, I, I feel bad because you guys had to do a lot of battling on my behalf where you're like, we're working on it. <laughs> we can't help it. Bush has an iron lung. I have a deviated septum. Someone broke my nose in the seventh grade. Shout out to Sean Farmer. Um, Maricon. Maricon. <laughs> That's not that guy. There's a guy that I told uh, Felipe about. Shout out to Eric Hurtado, by the way, who used to call me Maricon in the first grade. But you're in first grade. I was. A, I didn't know Spanish. And I, I, my mom, I come home from school. My mom's like, "How do you? How's school going?" I go, "I made a friend today," and she's like, "Cool, that's so." You're great. one of those no sabos. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, bro. We need to talk about it on another podcast because I have a lot to say about no sab- sabos or whatever the fuck those. I do not identify with those guys. I grew up in a white ass place. That's why I talk like this. But I'm Mexican as fuck, and I fucking eat my tortillas the same way you guys do. But it's funny, man, how the, the people who say no, they're no, they're no sabos. They grew up amongst more brown faces than you did. Yes, then way more. Didn't than even I did. learn one word. But inside my house, there was no sabos there. There was cintarazos. Bro, there was ass whoopings, refried beans for days, tamales. And fucking insults all day long. Like, are you retarded? I didn't know. Huh? How did I, I end up with a retarded son? I hear people ask me that. <laughs> I hate that, bro. Like, I fucking was like, no, stop saying that. My, my dad would say stuff like, no seas burro, cabron. You know how, how that affects a kid in his 30s? The comments were like. Like, don't be a donkey, pretty much. Are you saying pretty much, don't be a jackass while farting on the couch? Is that what that's... <laughs> Don't be a jackass means... No seas, no, no seas burro, cabron. Right. Don't be a jackass. That's funny, man. Burro hurts. It does. It does. Not anymore, though. I mean, well, we're older now. There's, you, got, <laughs> you got a little, little further. But yeah, the comments were a little... Maricon, right? You're talking about Maricon? Oh, yeah, Maricon. So... Um, you were in San Jose and Maricon showed up. Maricon asked to show up. That's what? the thing. I haven't talked to this fool. He called me Maricon... All the way till like high school, and that was the thing. So going back to it, I came. So you asked your mom. About- my mom was like, "I go, mom. I met this kid today. He has a nickname for me," and she's like, "Oh, nice. What does he call you?" I'm like, "Marico," and she's all, "Mijo, that that doesn't. That's not a nice word." And so, but you hear it at first time, maricón, it sounds like pan dulce <laughs> flavor, bro. So fast forward to like a month ago, we're in San Jose. Haven't heard from this dude since high school. Have, last thing I, I, I saw was him calling me maricón as I got on the bus. Fuck. And he goes, hey, give me tickets, fool. <laughs> that was it. Hey, give me tickets to the show, fool. <laughs> Did you say maricón, please? <laughs> Not this time, bro. Dude, shout out to his fucking left eye closing from the stroke he had. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. I'm sorry. Hey, dude. <laughs> It goes even further, Maricons out there listening. <laughs> you can't this call me Maricon for 15 this, years to get away with it. <laughs> this guy he's talking about, 
He posted a post. <laughs> I'll send the picture. Oh, I already sent him to no, you. No, you said yeah. the question. What was the question he, he asked? He goes, what's your first memory of me? <laughs> In the first grade, he called me Maricon, and I didn't know what it meant. Did he comment? No, bro. <laughs> That's where's the word we don't remember, Rock. <laughs> There's this dude, like man, like he I guess he hates me, bro, on Facebook. Uh-huh. And sometimes he he say he gets he gets loaded and talks shit. But I don't know who this guy is. And he said one time he said I punched him in the face in front of everybody. Okay. And like I was there with my little brother. Whoa, wait a minute. Oh, yes. Okay. But I don't remember this. Right, right, right. And I, mean, I would keep saying, are you sure it was me? Yeah. Because I keep my brother, my brother Angel. Right. He does shit like that. Yeah. He still does. does <laughs> Is this your older brother? Nice. My brother kind of dude, man, that, that Angel, he'll, he'll open up the refrigerator top. Mm-hmm. And my little brother will be in the bottom. He goes, let's see how high you can jump. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, bro. But that no, shit, don't laugh. He'll do it to me. That shit is hilarious. He'll do it to me. I'll beat his ass. I used to have a, I had a little cousin. I didn't do anything that bad. But Body like, he fall. would, like, I, I I didn't like him when we were kids. I love him now. Marcos, you know I love you. But when we were kids, I hated him. And I remember one time we had like McNuggets, like a 10 piece each. And I was mm. like, let's have a contest who can eat the fastest. And that fool slammed them all, bro. And I'm like, I guess you win. And I just sat there and ate mine slowly in front of him. <laughs> it was like, damn, bro, you beat me in the nugget contest. He ate all the nuggets, though. <laughs> but he wanted more. Oh. You always want more nuggets, bro, bro my when you're a little kid. Bro, my brother, man, my little brother will walk around naked, and then my brother will take a popsicle stick on their butt so they can walk like a little turkey, bro. <laughs> Get out of here! Where the fuck did you grow up? <laughs> he goes, look, they're stuck. <laughs> he goes, little baby's butts are tight, and he'll be fucking around. <laughs> or something, my little brother's <laughs> diaper will be full of... Full of pee. We're gonna cut this part out. <laughs> My little brother's diaper was full of pee, right. and that fool like he'll stab it, bro. Like that with his finger. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's fucking hilarious, dude. Your bro. Hold on, we're getting bombed right now. By the way, if you guys are wondering, man, Van Nuys Airport is one of the most busiest <laughs> private airports whenever in the we're country. doing the podcast. It's only busy when we're doing the podcast, by the way. They have to be busy because you, how else is all the good stuff going to get in? Right. They have no, they don't take shit here. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Truman Show. They know when we're here and they're like, all right, fire off all the planes. So, yes, man, we were in Chicago um, yeah. a couple of weeks ago and we had to do the Schomburg Improv. You guys showed up, showed a lot so of love. Fun. Showed a lot of love for And that's where podcast. a lot of the co- a lot of stuff started there too. Second City, right. um, Zanies, yep. Giggles. Yep. We wanted to do more too because we had some very like huge, like ambitious plans. We wanted to like go to each city that we were performing in, like Portland, Chicago, Pittsburgh, uh, Philly, and like do a little piece of history on those. But you know, you land, you get there, you do comedy, like there's only so much to do stuff. We're high half the time. I just, you know, I just wanted to let everybody know I appreciate everybody coming up, especially me, because it's like, Felipe's there, he's headlining, it's it's his show, so people are always going to say cool stuff, but it really meant a lot to me, because I'm fucking nobody, and people would walk up and go, hey man, what's also cool is people are now starting to yell ranch water as I walk around places, and I fucking love that too, so. But you don't drink ranch water no more. I do drink ranch, oh, but like... Slow it down. Now. Okay, I had to slow it down in the beginning. You got ranch water out, bro, for a while. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. You got a cowboy hat already. <laughs> you were hanging out with Raymond Norta, other Texas comedians. I was comedians. hanging out with white dudes who speak Spanish in Texas. <laughs> people that were hitting, hitting bongs with, with uh, Jesus on their t-shirt. You got to love Texas, bro. Yeah, you got to love Texas. They love their guns, their Jesus, and their weed. Yeah, their weed, the weed. They need to do better on the weed. But their guns and Jesus is cool. I'm cool. I'm cool with I'm cool with that. Oh man, this this week uh we had, we went we went we went to uh, have a we we you said you had the worst barbecue somewhere, right? Yeah. Why was it so bad? Could you put ranch on it? I could, uh yes, I had well, I had to douse it in ranch to make it taste better. But it felt like they, like, I was, in my mind, I'm like, 
Did they fucking pick up an animal off the road and cook it? That's what it tastes like. The Roadrunner, like. bro. And then like slathered it in barbecue. But um, anyway. Worst food you ever had at a comedy club? Don't mention the comedy club, but if you want to mention it, go ahead. I'm not going to mention city. them because the people at that club were very nice. But what, they had like Twinkies? five things on the fucking menu and all of them were awful. One of them was this like shrimp dinner that me and Gabby took turns trying to figure out how to eat because it was like it was like they took shrimp from 50 years ago chiseled it out of a fucking like fossil and then gave and cooked it and gave it to us it was awful and then i felt gross afterwards that was the worst one but i'm not going to mention because those people were really really nice to us it was in texas though <laughs> But for my place in Texas too, dog. Is it? Where was yours? Bro, all they had for the customers was chips and popcorn. Whoa. And microwave burritos probably. No way. Where is this at? There's a place in, in El Paso. Okay, so there's a place in California. And, and uh, in a green room, the ceiling fell on me, bro. No way. Oh, I want to know what club no, this in, is in El Paso, and it was yeah. 100 degrees. Oh, it was in El Paso. I know what club that is, by the way. I've heard of this club. I apparently they don't. But before, back in the days, this this club, when it, when they first opened up, they had um a lot. They had it was one of those clubs, like we said, where all the comedians had a name. Like they had Jerry Seinfeld, Cluckers, right? Um, Jay Leno, <laughs> Wings, George Lopez, Nachos. That's right. They did have that. Yes. But, they, man, I don't know if you ever, ever walked into a non-improv kitchen, comedians who are listening to right now. Yes. Oh, man. Some of these people, they look like they couldn't get a job at Waffle House. No, bro. Like, they come in. No. Like, all they, they never <coughs> step into the showroom ever. They never. Like, I've never seen the cook step out. To see what what the fuck's going on, dude. M like almost every comedy kitchen has a group of people that look like they hired them out of a, like a pirate movie. For real, bro. You're right about pirate movies. They look <laughs> like they were working bar back on a oil tanker, bro. They do, bro. and their Crocs. <laughs> Like the Crocs look like they've been wearing them since the last two kitchen jobs they got fired from. dirty ass Crocs on some of those fools, dude. If we were in Schaumburg, I ran into a, 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 a fan that used to work at Schaumburg Improv, right? Uh -huh. His name is also Felipe. And he, he quit during the pandemic and they made him like a big time general manager in charge of all the paisas at another restaurant, right? <laughs> and um, that fool. Started from the bottom, you know, got it started at the border, now we're here. Right. He started at the bottom, bro, like dishwashing. Like worse. Mopping, bro, like dipping his hand in the fucking mop water, rinsing the mop. Oh, no, dude. And I've done that. Yeah, that's he, And now he's GM somewhere, right? And he told me to tell the general manager of the fucking of the improv, tell him, I say, he's a fucking puto, eh? Whoa. Why? I think like I don't know why. Tell him you the puto, eh? So I thought that he left in bad standings. Okay. So when I go talk to the the, the manager, right? Uh -huh. The one I'm picking us up. Yeah, hey, I just talked to a guy, man. Um, he said he used to work here, and he told me to call you a fucking puto, eh? <laughs> and he goes, "Who, Felipe?" <laughs> <laughs> he knew right away. He knew right away. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's my tocayo. No people that think, people, like if you're a comedian, I don't think this works in any other job. Like, that's Butch Escobar, comedian. People named Butch walk up to him sometimes. Hey, I'm Butch. Right. But it's a girl and shit. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> or like, like, a, like one time I had this huge cholo in front of one of my shows. And I'm like, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Like. And because he's like, you did a good job. And I'm like, thanks. What's your name? He goes, Bigfoot. I'm all, oh, man. My friends call me Bigfoot. He goes, no, fool. I'm the only Bigfoot in California. And I was like, all right, cool. You can be Bigfoot. Bro. So that was him walking in the field, picking up at 40, huh? <laughs> Knocking bro, on trees. You ever had like a room 
where you knew right away there's at least five gangs in here don't get along. In the room. Yeah, like, cholos. Oh, like, a, like a show. Like you know there's northerners, there's southerners, and then there's regular cholos from regular yeah, other I places live in San Jose. and bikers. That's every, that's every show we do in there. But you, you, you ever done these shows like out of the improv? I mean, it's it's different how because some of them don't know that there's a comedy and they yell shit out and they don't know that they're going to they could get bagged on from the microphone. Right. Like last night. That was hilarious, bro. This guy kept yelling out and you had something to say to him every time that fucking crushed it. It was like so because I was like I was starting to go. This guy's getting out of control. And then he would say something. And the first one you said was, if you're going to say something, please say something in regards to what I'm talking about. Otherwise, nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. Everybody lost it. The second one was like, bro, say something in one language, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the, the third one was, bro, listen, bro. This is getting hard on you, bro. I want you to write it down now. And you just, said I want you to think about it. Think about it, it for ponder it for a while, bro. <laughs> Should I really yell real out, I have a hairy back, you know? Yeah. Or, or may, may, I know, bro, I was I, I, sometimes, you know, like somebody yells out like, fuck you. And I, and I got to, I, I mean, I, as a comedian, you're telling yourself, how do I come back from fuck you? Go watch Roadhouse. <laughs> how do I even, yeah, what do you even, because yeah. Go watch Roadhouse. <laughs> go watch Roadhouse and, and watch that meeting with fucking dog. With fucking uh, Patrick Swayze yes. and all those bouncers, he goes, "Man, so what if somebody tells me I'm a fag or I'm I'm, I'm a <laughs> cocksucker?" And Patrick Swayze looks at him, "Do you suck cock?" Yes. No. Then don't get mad. Right. You know, calm down. Right. Is that your policy? Is that a policy that you use personally? No, I just remember that. Yeah, bro. I remember that too. About five, I take that lesson in everything, bro. Like right. in a real situation, you know where. Somebody take my parking, you know, and I got to ask myself, you know, like, I put myself in a situation, you know, like, you know, if it's really my parking, I would have been there already. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Or um, did he call me to go fuck your mother? You know? I have to, because I'm an angry person. I have to, like. Yeah, really? I've learned to pull back how, like, yeah, because it, does, it doesn't come off. But I used to get in road rage incidences all the time, fight <laughs> with people, and I, con I constantly have to. Breathe and go, okay, bro. One of the things I do, though, is I go, I could beat the fuck out of that motherfucker. I could beat the fuck out of that motherfucker right now. This is how I not... You know that um, in the movie, the, the Avengers, when Iron Man is fucking with the Incredible Hulk, um, and, 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 he, and he goes, show me your rage monster. And then as he's walking away, he goes, that's, how, that's my secret. I'm always angry. That's my secret. I get that because it's like... Uh, I constantly, you know, have to channel some different energy to calm myself down. And um, I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. Cue um, the Hulk theme song right now. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Uh, nah, man. Yeah, the way I deal with roll rage yeah. in the past, I would just, I just taught myself and I take inventory of my life before I go crazy and go, listen, man. Your car has no seat belts on them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you bought an exp you bought a fake tag from your neighbor. Right. You're driving with no license, <laughs> and you have no signals. You're gonna get in a fight. You're fighting. You you already lost. Right. In court. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's what I was gonna. Now say. you're gonna add a fucking. A violation, a, a crime? That's what I was going to say. I'll look at a person and go, I want, I, want, like, I want to beat the fuck out of that guy. But my new thing now is I go, I look at him and I go, I know I could beat the fuck out of that guy. So I already won the fight. And then I keep driving. That's the only way I don't, like when people steal my spot, which happens in the Bay Area all the time. Me, I look at them and go, I'm going to fuck his mom. <laughs> at one of my shows. I'm going to give her a, a hoodie. She's going to leave my house with her with my, with my hoodie. She's going to be 75 years old talking about I saw you one time. That's how you know when a fan is old, bro, and they tell you, I saw you one time. 
I'm like, who am I, a wizard? Bro, when they bring up a place, when they bring up cilantros in modern, in, uh, in Watsonville. I brought it up, bro. <laughs> That's right, people. When I, I got, I, I tell them that when I was doing my special, not special, the, the show in Monterey, I said, I remember, man, my when I did a, my first comedy show out here. Oh, did I, you talk about cilantros in Monterey? Yeah. Nice. I said, I was booked at cilantros in Monterey. Right. And that was the first time I ever saw a Red Raider jacket. Shout out right there, bro. Yes, dude. Yes. A Red Raider Raiders jacket, jacket, bro, with a red Dodger hat. Bro, do you think Starter knew why they were making a Red Raiders jacket at that time? I don't know, man. I always wonder if these companies know. Like, like, like I wonder if the- I always wonder, like, did, did everybody from Fresno start sign a fucking, uh, uh, did, did they do, like, a, one of those, Stood outside the stores and said, car shows. Man, you guys, please sign this, man. We're trying to get Red Raider jackets. Right. That's the thing. Is like for the five five nine. Who knew to tap into that demo? Like I, 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 I think the the all these like count, the the counterculture always is the first to start styles, bro. Right. Like and everybody always copies. Like um, I remember. Um, Paul Rodriguez was talking about um, that um, we started lowriders. We started Pendletons. We started hydraulic things. But then somebody was, later on, I I posted that somewhere, and somebody said, no, people went deep. Native Americans were wearing Pendletons. Then somebody else said, no, the first person to wear a Pendleton were surfers. Then I looked it up, and they were right. You know, the first person to wear the style was a Pendleton, uh-huh. and it's that blue one. The surfer were wearing it. No right? way. But um, but you you really like when you look back, and that's what our 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 next podcast. Yeah, that's talk a little about. hint to what our next podcast is. Um, it's like, it's hard to stay on the subject of comedy and talking about the last stuff because we're already doing research for yeah. our next podcast. So it's kind of if you didn't but, figure it out, it's bleeding in here. Like look, everything everything that um. That look that you wear or the styles that you wear, it's it's from the the gang counterculture or the punk, you know. Right. It's, yeah. it's it's something out of the what what the main the the mainstream media, man. Like like when you go um, to a giant game and they have a day called Los Giants, the hood started that. Los hood was Los calling Gigantes. Los Giants. Los yeah, Gigantes. It was, yeah, it was started. Los Doyers was started here in yeah, LA. Yeah, yeah, dude. And everything else, man, you know, Los Cerveceros in Milwaukee. Well, I mean, look at white kids acting like, uh, like, like, like black people, man. I mean, that's just like, it's a very, you know, it's a, uh, anything that comes out of, I feel like that comes out of poverty, or like some, some kind of NWA. culture, like gangs or something like that. Always gonna make it to the top at some point. Tell my WWA Wiggers with attitude. With <laughs> yeah. The funniest shirt ever seen. It was Sting and the Police. Right. And the bottom it said, "Fucking WWA." No way. Yeah, because Sting is the Police. Right. And they had a, then we had a song called. Oh, uh, I get, I get it. I but okay, so it was out of fun. It wasn't out yeah. of like fuck these guys. Because you know how okay. had that song, fuck the Police. <laughs> I'm so ready to be offended by everything because I'm from the Bay. So <laughs> I was ready to be like, what? Wait, what? No, not on my watch. <laughs> Can we talk about more comments before we end this? No, thing? no, we're gonna talk about more. Because I want to read them, bro. Okay. I have one that I want to beef over real quick. It's the only one. Everybody else's comments was really nice. I might know the address. There's a couple of them. There's a couple of, of them that, that were very common. It was the comparison to that I was some sort of Cholo or Chicano style Lee Syatt. And I was like, nah. And no offense to Lee. I love you, Lee. But I'm not fucking Lee. I'm Butch Escobar, and I fucking talk like this. He's Bruce Lee. Butch Lee. He's kind of like, hey, Felipe, <laughs> what was it like? I'm not like that. I don't want to get high. I fucking smoke weed all the time. I eat edibles like they're fucking trees, and I'm a giant. Like, I don't, I don't get, I'm fucking, I'm just a smart Mexican dude that talks like a white guy. That's what I, that's what I am, dude. 
And I'm not Joe Diaz, cocksucker. Actually, I'm not smart. I don't think I'm smart. I honestly, I don't. I, that's the one part that. But. I'm not Joe Diaz, cocksucker. <laughs> but in 1985, you remember? <laughs> 1985, cocksucker. It was me, see, Big Al. I was supposed to go see Iron Maiden, but along the way, I made a jewelry heist. <laughs> Speaking of jewelry heist. And then we hit the fag bar afterwards. I was at a fuck. He always say shit like that, huh? He always says shit like and that. And then he forgets that we're in 2020. Yes. To- all the time, bro. And all the gay dudes, bro. I, he just I'm said like, the dude, F word. Some of us can say shit and some of us can't. I mean, not that I want to, but it's funny. Man, um, we're going to say right so now. So that was the one comment. Um, oh, go ahead. So I, I have a few comments that I, that I kind of went through over here. Um... A lot of people really said nice things. Um, Norma Espinoza, I listen to your podcast at work. I think you, I thank you for making my workday go faster. I also, also that mailman. I've learned on your podcast. There's a mailman. I I got that one too. Um, yeah. See, I, I was like so mad at the Lisa I had comments, dude. Oh shit! Hold on. But I'm the kind of guy, bro. You give me the phone to look at a photo. I either delete it or I fucking download an app, bro. <laughs> Here, bro. That's how you know you're getting old, man. Somebody has your phone to look at a photo and you make a purchase to a suit, eh? <laughs> bro, you know when we're doing the show and we're taking pictures of people and they're always handing me the camera? Felipe, like, how did you find Cholo Lee Sayak? Yeah, bro, I'm not. Bro, I think I liked it. Oh, talk like this. You did, you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> Algorithm, bro. <laughs> this is Algorithm, bro. Cool. You shared hey, it, bro, dog. There were people that were like the breathing, the fucking whatever. The thing that made me most mad was that I was being... Shout out to weak. Mr. K-I-D-D, the kid. You got a fucking um, MC kid shirt coming at you. Um, kid MC. All right, let's see. Some get some... Some get some ranch water for Butch. Too slow down his heavy breathing. That mic is hot. Okay, bro. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> and then, like, here's Felipe right after. Yeah, we're working on it after the first couple episodes. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, y'all have been waiting for this shit, fool. You've been talking about it. Oh, yeah. Someone suggested the history of marijuana. I think I'm going to do... We're going to do one episode on that, at least. Um, April 20, dog. <laughs> April, oh, we'll do it, dude. Four, April 20, Hitler's four, birthday. Okay, we're, we're going to do a 420 show. No, <laughs> we'll either do, it'll be a surprise, you guys. We're either going to do the history of marijuana or the history of Hitler's birthday. This is my favorite thing you've done, Felipe. You're hilarious, bro, but what's always made you unique is that you're both funny and give enough a fuck about comedy to study it. It's two generations of sick foos fucking around, giving game, and showing a wide audience that comments with largely Latino fan bases don't have to rely on midgets and pandering to cement themselves. Good shit. I know that guy, bro. He's five foot one. I am a mailman, and this podcast and what's up, fools, gets me through my route. Can't wait to see you in April here in Houston. I think we already went. Um, I just want to say this, man, to the mailman. I love you guys. I hope you guys stay in business forever. I support you. He supports you, man. Through through rain and storm, bro. And I read that Charles Bukowski book, when the um, postman, and he said most of the postmen take a day off, bro, during the rain. The one who have all the seniority. <laughs> and they have lames like us, bro, who get hired out of the out of high school. And we do we got to deliver. What am I talking about? Deliver mail in the rain. I wish what happened? My, I wish my history class was this interesting. I like how you set the stage and tell the story. Okay, I didn't have a lot of com- there was almost no bad comments. There was one guy who doesn't like Martin for some reason. I don't know what his beef is. That guy hates Martin, bro. He hates Martin. There was a video. He sent me a video today of a guy crushing his head on a cement, falling off a skateboard. He goes, "Fucking Rizzo getting hurt." Ha ha. Like, what would you, what's wrong, Why, with, what's you, wrong with you, dude? Martin, first of all, you guys, Martin's the nicest person I've ever met. He's a sweet guy, and he does all the video work for Felipe. And he pronounces Kawenga Kawenga. <laughs> he's like 50, but he looks like he's 15, and he skates like any like nobody he's I've ever Benjamin seen. Benjamin Button. So, yeah, stop hating on Martin, bro. I don't like that shit. He's my fucking homie. 
Anyway, um, yeah, the comments were really nice. We're working on the breathing thing. I hope, I hope we we I didn't do it this episode, you guys. But please let us know in the comments how you feel about my breathing. <laughs> Did you have fun doing this podcast? Oh yeah, man, I have fun. But uh, I'll tell you what. But uh, every time, like when, I, especially when we're doing the thinking about the next subject because you know you got christmas you got thanksgiving you right. got new year's eve mm-hmm. you got fucking valentine's day you know you want to pile up all this history stuff you know all at once but um i, I always i i get nervous that i'm not gonna know enough shit right but i don't know enough shit and um that's the whole I wanna, point i want to give them a good know. show and a, a nice content right for the mailman, you know, who's out there, you know, delivering welfare checks all day. Actually, they don't deliver welfare checks. No, they EBT come to your EBT now. card yeah. now. Thank you. So Shout they, out to so mailman so for could, EBT card. So they could feel that like they're spending money like no regular people. Right. But I used to hang around with a crackhead. They used to wait for that EBT money to come in at midnight, dog. At midnight, checking. I've I've actually been there, but it was more for just because I wanted to get. And then we'll go buy some beer, dog. Fresh batch of bacon. Yeah, man. Also, man, if anybody likes the podcast, all we ask is subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe, subscribe share, yeah. like. That's all we ask. Um, I know there's more than um, 20 people listening. So if you can go to episode one and just, just leave a comment. Right. You know, like, hey, man, I really like your breathing. Do, you yeah. sound like romantic now. So I don't. if you want to talk shit, talk shit. That's cool. I, I, don't, I love people who make fun of me on comments. But I will say this. Please give us suggestions, man. Tell us what you guys want to hear. Like someone suggested weed. I think that's a great one because we both like <laughs> weed. We like weed. We're going to do that one on 420. Um, you know, we have ideas that we like, but we also want to know what you guys want to like learn about, you know? And so, I mean, th- throw up a suggestion. Someone put, oh, I'm kind of getting tired of the history of comedy. And that's cool. I'm glad that you said that. That's great feedback. But please also... Give me a, a suggestion, you know, like, you know, what would you like us to 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 work on next? And um, some people actually, like, they, they go through all of it right away, bro. It was too short. Right. That's the other ones. You know, we try to keep it to an hour because, you know, we're always going to come back with another hour and there's going to be another hour after that. So. Yeah, we, man. So, some podcasts are like four hours long. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't I don't want to. Put people through that. That's my whole day. That's dude. That, yeah, I don't want to put myself through that. That's a lot of video game time. I'm like when I when I when I did the JRE Joe Rogan podcast, it was a long podcast, bro. I think we did like three hours and forty seven minutes. Did you okay, bro? Did I you have to go work, to the bathroom during that? Nah, man, I was good, bro. Okay, but um, you you ever good? You ever go to Six Flags Magic Mountain, and you get on all the rides? All the rides when you were a little boy or little or teenager or whatever as an adult, yeah. And then when you finally go home and you take off your shoes and you lay down in bed uh-huh. and you still feel like the movement in your head, right? That's how I felt when I did that long ass podcast. When I closed my eyes, I could still hear Joe you were Rogan. Still talking. I could hear Joe Rogan talking, bro, and saying, "Jamie, find the tape." No way. <laughs> or I could hear myself talking to Joe Rogan, right, like yeah. I was listening. To to our conversation because it was so long. That's a really long. That's probably the longest I ever spoke to anybody. Right, like period, like yeah, yeah. It's really because that's like five episodes of what's of um history for food podcast right I've there. I've never, fi- I don't think I've ever finished a JRE episode because I I listen to the podcast when I'm in the car or when I'm doing something, you know. And it's like, and then also I don't want to hear anything for more. Like even when my listen to my audiobooks. Um, I only listen for like an hour or two hours at a time. So You know what's interesting about history and learning things is that when you start learning or you figure out why they call this that or 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 things like that, you kind of feel like, ugh, that's where douchebag comes from. Right. Because I was watching a, a show called Harlots. Okay. And it's a show on Hulu. If you want to go watch it, go check it out. And um, there, it's all about prostitutes during like the... During a re- before the revolution, American Revolution. Oh, so this is a historical uh, movie then. It's a sh- it's a series on on um on Hulu. It's about it's called Harlots, okay. which is another word for whores and prostitutes. And the whole show is about two clans of prostitutes 
there's a the regular street prostitute and a high end prostitute house for like kings and princes and all that big time bro and then the and the one for the pirates and shit right and in between there's a the history of Tijuana and then for real and then in between there's a woman and her daughter and they're like they're Protestants and they're talking about no down with prostitution it's a, a, a pity it's a, a it's for God Blah blah blah. You're all a bunch of sinners. Repent. This is not. This is God's house. And then at the end of the episode, the madame from the richer prostitution house is uh-huh. paying her to go over there and say that to that whorehouse. Oh, like a disinformation campaign or something. Wow. So when um when, when when um there was the there was a like a, a rare, like a nobleman you know a, a sir whatever whatever they call them serfs. He was he was he was a big time dude. He was a prostitute, and um, when he was done, he he took something out of his um, penis, and like an asshole, and just threw it at the prostitute's face, and it was full of um, semen and gist, oh, right? Whoa. And I said, and I said, what the fuck was that? And they didn't explain it too much for me, right? So I had to go look that up. Okay. What the fuck did this? Wig headed white wig throw at this prostitute in Harlots. Right. And it was a uh, 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 fucking. Um, Can I guess. Huh? Scumbag? Yeah, it was a scumbag. It was a scumbag. It was a, it was a pre condom. Right. It was a pre condom made out of sheep wool. Sheep, sheepskin. Sheepskin. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think it's sheep intestine, actually. Yeah, a sheep intestine. Huh? The stomach lining of a sheep, and you put it in your penis. And then you screw the the prostitute, and I guess you won't get pregnant. But um, this thing is used by everybody, right? All she does is run water through it. Yes, no, every yeah, they were like they were. So you're gonna like, catch anything, bro? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, water would do the trick. He fucking threw it at her, bro. I was like, what the fuck was that shit? And that's where the term scumbag comes yeah, from. Scumbag. I have a friend, uh, douchebag. Same thing. I. I Douche. Well, I mean, a douche is like yeah something you use to clean your your vagina out. With. That's been around forever. Though. That's been and and I don't know why we refer to um like straight broy type dudes as douchebags. Like maxi pad cortex. I told you on the way here, brother. My mom called them caballos. Right. You were telling me this. Horsebacks. Horsebacks. Because then they're not really like why they call it caballos. But then a maxi pad, you fold it like a little wooden horse. <laughs> Tell them about the bleeding one, the dead horses. Yeah, so one time when I was a little kid, I found one of my mom's maxi pad, <laughs> and it had a, and it was it was a full of blood. I said, "Wow, that maxi pad must have been shot by an Indian." Eh? <laughs> During the Calvary Wars. Bro, that's the best. That's the best fucking. Oh, bro, that's the best version of that I've ever heard, dude. Because I mean, you you find those. Lisa died when I thought they called them caballos. It's so funny, dude. Yeah, because when you said like little saddles, it hit me right away. And now things you have never gonna look at maxi pads the same. Never gonna see them the same. Yeah, man. Because like the first time, um, like the word hookers, right? It came from a, a a a guy named General Lee Hooker. He was the he was the general of the of the of the south okay of the south or confederate right okay. so this guy he was in charge of bringing prostitutes bro to the to the to the soldiers so you know because they won't because something they they need, they need they need to unload bro they're going right. too crazy so he'll bring in those prostitutes into the cow to the whatever right so they could have fun. And they go. They were called John. They were called General Lee's hookers, John Lee hookers, right? Oh, and then my later God. on, go later on, they, they got rid of his name and go, "We're the hookers." Right. No shit. Yeah, That's man. Good, okay. Going back to this the is sh- a history of worst of information. I think we should do a whole segment on the like just the random useless. That's oh, what stuff I was gonna, that we know. That's what I was reaching up. for a notepad because I was going to write down an idea of like. General Fighting Joe, Joe Hooker. Hooker. Not John Lee Hooker. For the South or for the John Lee Hooker's a blues artist. 
the Army of the Potomac American Civil War. There you go. We should do the first pimp with a white man. Fucking good. dude, there you go. Another myth bro- busted. We should be called the myth busters. And I bet you, bro, if you go back to this, what really happened? I'm pretty sure this guy he just grabbed Confederate chicks, bro, and made them prostitutes. Right. Or whatever. Like dude. forced? Do you think they were forced into that? But I heard when they were grabbing men to go fight, there were guys dressing up like girls. I'm pretty sure John, the Sergeant Hooker, must have grabbed a dude and brought him with him, bro. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was what Sergeant Hooker was into. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, man. Not, not to be confused was the with the British porn star Sergeant Pepper, the only hardcore <laughs> band. That's a totally different guy. Bro, that's you where t- the term Pepper comes from. You ever talk to somebody? Whether it's a comic or one of your uncles that's just straight up bullshitting, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm made of those people. I remember the comedian, bro. He would talk about his uncle that was so funny. He goes, yeah, my uncle's a fucking liar, man. <laughs> that's why I never want to be that old, bro, when I start lying. When you start lying about start shit? telling people, yeah, mijo. Oh, the Gulf War? I remember me and my homie Bush were choking Saddam in the bathroom. <laughs> I have uh, I have an uncle like I, I have a cousin like that who was involved com- in everything. I knew his comic. He would say stuff like, "Yeah, my uncle would talk shit." Like, "Yeah, I remember Hitler. Yeah, I beat his ass in Garfield High School." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know people like that, man. And when, when Richard Pryor would do that drunk alcoholic, man, I, I my body full of Agent Orange. I fought in a battle of Chateau. Yeah. yeah. Bruyon, stolen valor. <laughs> I wonder if there would be a comedian called a stolen valor comic. Oh wow, that'll there be hilarious. Be Going back to our history for fools episode about where we discussed that there were army comics. Yes, Gomer Pyle. And now we have. There was a comic who was talking about being in the military. From he was from the Bay, and he was talking about being from the military. And stuff like that. And then a an, real comic who was in the military had called him out. And so he stopped doing that. So there was a, a mini genre of that, probably. Back to the comedy wrap-up. You say you know a comedian that related to the guy, um, L. Ron Hubbard. Yes. He's not a comic. He's a poet. And oh. he's the grand... But he did my show a lot. He does like funny comedy as well. His name's Jamie DeWolf. He runs um, a show called the... I can't remember, but it used to be... Uh, Tourette's without regrets, and now it's turned into something. <laughs> Wait, that's a, that's a comedy show. It's a. It was like a mixed show. It was like a Tourette's crazy, without regrets. So it was like a mod- Tourette's with regrets was like a modern day vaudeville. To be or not to be. And, and, and so like it would be you go up like it would be the first would be like battle raps, then it would be dirty haikus or something like that. Then it'd be some weird like shit like uh like would be a considered modern day vaudeville would be like someone hanging themselves from like hooks through their skin in the ceiling or some shit. Some weird shit. Damn. And then, like, comics would go up. And then you had this one... Then there was a round of comedy, but then there was a round of who just... Just, like, a little talent show at the end. And so so comics would enter that as well. But Jamie DeWolf was the guy who ran it. One of the best fucking MCs in the world that I've ever met in my life. To this day. Love you, bro. But that's the grandson of L. Ron Hubbard. And if you guys want more information, he talks about it all the time on his, like, Instagram and stuff like that. So shout out to that dude. What's happening, man? Um, did you listen to any podcast about stand-up comedy to get ideas? Because I, I, um, me, I, I saw um, Jimmy Walker doing an interview about, um, I don't know if we talked about it, about how Mary was children came up. No, but you told me about this. Go ahead and bring yeah, it up. Yeah, Mary was children, the whole show of Mary was children uh-huh. was pitched, was supposed to be a black show. Okay. But it'll never fly, man. About, you know, a, a, a black family living like that, you know, be, you know. Right. Maybe African American will get offended or or people will get offended. So they once they made it white people, nobody cared and it became a hit. Right. But it was it was a black dude who came up with it. That's interesting. And that happens a lot in Hollywood. Yeah. And and nobody ever talks about that. The stuff. same guy who came up with that show also came up with he was he was working on Good Times and the Jeffersons. So the Married with Children was supposed to be made in the yeah, vein like, of those two. Things. Yeah, you know the guy that 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 that, that played um, um, Mr. Jefferson's son in the first one in the first season. Yes, 
Well, um, that's supposed to be El Bundy. No, that's supposed to, that guy is based that 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 guy the the the, the, the writer for the the whole Al Bundy, Mercury okay. idea, and um, his name is actually Evans, and my, he's supposed to be Michael Evans in fucking Good Times. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And. Eric Monte, Eric Monte, he wrote Thank What's Happening boys. and um, Cooley High. And what else? And, and Good Times. Good Times. The co-showrunner of um, with Michael Evans. Okay. Yeah, so um, I, I, I went to do an interview with... Um, I was doing an interview. I saw an interview with Jimmy Walker. Right. And... Um, I'm also people. If, if you guys want to know more about stand up, I'm on a I'm I'm in a documentary right now on Vice. It's with um it's called the Dark Side of Comedy. What? And I'm in the episode of Freddie Prince. Okay. And I'm one of the comedians they talk about to. Nice. No shit. And, That's dope. And then we talked about um, we talked about the and one of the questions they asked me about because they're talking about Freddie Prince, and getting his own sitcom, and I said, "Wow, well, man, you only get he's not like when you." Like you only get one chance. Right. Did you do this after you did all the research for his? No, I did Blues? it before. You did it before. I wonder how much. But I forgot. Right. Right. But now it's on. No it's shit. On Hulu. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I it, it's on Hulu, man. Uh, it's a Vice series. It's called um, the Dark Side of Stand Up Comedy. And uh, one of the series that I do is the Freddie Prince one. One of the things that we did. He was young, bro. He was very young. And he didn't have a lot of time because he got really fucked up. And and that's the thing, man, is I, I did find one real hard problem. This is shout out to everybody who wanted more Chicano comedy history or more. We wanted to do a lot on that, but there's not a lot of information <coughs> on like because it's like because you look back at like again, we're talking American comedy. So you look back, you go as far back before Freddie Prince. There's certain guys and, and we did talk about those guys. But there's not a lot of strong information on what what came next or what came about because you had a huge gap between Freddie Prince Jr. and Paul Rodriguez. Yeah, like we gave you John Mendoza, another oh my god, half Latino comedian yeah, who had a great. sitcom. Um, Paul Rodriguez, Cristel Alonso, um, that girl that was Reminisho, I forget her name. Um, she was a drummer in a Selena movie. Dun, 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 dun. Jackie Guerra, Jackie Guerra bro. yeah. And now this fool with your homie, Frank Quinones. Frankie Quinones. You started with that fool, dog. I started with when that you guy, think bro. back about your, your, your uh, start doing stand-up with him at Club Deluxe, doing all those rooms, partying with him probably. I love, and I love that this is happening to Frankie boom, right now. Huh? Because I'll, I'll say this, man. There's so many comedians, and a lot of times we're crazy. We have fucked up issues. We're egomaniacal, all that stuff. So sometimes you go... Oh, hey, do you know so-and-so? A lot of times we'll go, do you know so-and-so? Oh, yeah, I will wait to hear. Yeah, I don't like that fool, though. Frankie's one of those rare guys where I go, if you have a problem with Frankie, then you're the one with a problem. You're the problem. He's that nice of a guy. You're the problem, Doc. I'll tell you right now, bro. I, Frankie was one of those dudes that I could always go to and go, hey, bro, can I get a set at your show? Fuck yeah, bro. Come get a set. He always supported us, dude. He always held a, a, a time for all us Latinos, bro. Um... I think Frankie taught Latinos in the Bay Area to love each other. And, and to, wear dresses. And to be units. And he was the only one wearing dresses, bro. <laughs> but shout out to my boy, dude. I'm fucking so proud of him. I tell him that all the time, man. And it's so good to see not only just your people, but you know, people that you grew, you came in with, but people that are your people. And it's a funny show. It's a great show. Also, man, if you, if you, um, last Friday, man, Lopez versus Lopez, go check it out. Oh, another great show. Go watch yeah. it, man, and um, support it. Yeah, um, please, please, let's support each other. Let's support each yeah, other. Yeah, man. Um, if you if you don't like it, man, let them know. You know, good or bad. If you let us know, let him know too. All right. right? Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure, for sure. What's happening, people? History for Fools, Bush Escobar. I love you guys, man. You guys. I, I, I'm having fun. We're going to keep this going, man. Please keep giving us feedback. Please keep watching. Please come up to us after shows. Because I think one of the big motivators, because you're very busy, 
I'm very busy, but I think what one of the things that motivates us to get back in here and crack these out again is you guys, your feedback, your love. Yeah, shout out to Mr. Postman. And and let me just say real quick, man, thanks to Felipe for bringing me into this circle of people. All you guys are in my life because of him, and I appreciate that, and I love you guys. Thank you. Ranch water. Ranch water. Also, shout out to Philip Esparza and Lisa Esparza. Oh, yeah. Voice in the sky and, like, fingers in the room. I don't know what we call Philip. Engineer of the month. Yeah.